It has been almost two months since my last chemo treatment of when I got disconnected. So on the it was December 22nd, so February 22nd will be two months. And I can still say that cancer blows, cancer recovery blows, and I still have good days and I have bad days, and every day does get a little better. But there's days like today where I'm just frustrated because I don't feel like the way I want to feel or I think I should be feeling. I want to just feel healthy and truthfully and honestly, I don't even know, I guess, what healthy is because this has been part of me for, it feels like forever now. And I mean, it really hasn't been forever, but I can't remember what I felt like when I was healthy, but I know it wasn't this. I know that cancer recovery is a long time. I've I've been told that it could be six months to a year before I feel kind of like myself again. And I want that so bad. But I don't even know to feel like myself, what that would even mean. Like I, I couldn't even tell you what to feel like myself again, what that would mean. Uh, with the whole bowel thing, um, I don't even know what a baseline would be anymore because I had all the symptoms and then I had the surgery. So then I had uh, those kind of side effects and now I have short bowel uh, syndrome and then I had chemo. So you have side effects with the chemo. So now even like bowel wise, I don't have a baseline. I don't know what normal would be or should be and everyone is different and there's not someone out there who can tell me an answer. So I still go to the bathroom and every time I go to the bathroom, I look for consistency. I wipe and I check and I look for blood. And I don't know if this is how long I'm going to be able to, you know, before I can stop and not do that because I'm still kind of right there. But I do that. And you know what? It gets loose and you kind of worry a bit. And then if it's loose or you have lots for more than a couple days, then you start to panic. And is it back? Um, because you don't want reoccurrence. So right now, because I finished my chemo, the big thing is for the next five years is there's a high chance of reoccurrence. And it's always in the back of my mind. Every ache, every pain. And I guess it's there too, because I know you should not look backwards and what if, what if. But when I did finally go in about my, the symptoms I had, it ended up being stage three. And you can't help but think, what if I was able to catch it stage one or two? So in my head, I'm thinking, if I want to catch it early next time, and believe me, I don't want to say there's going to be a next time. I don't. But if I were to catch it early, what would the symptoms of stage one and two be? Because I don't want to be full out bleeding from my bum, severe cramping and everything, and it to be stage three and four before I catch it. I want to catch it so early but I don't even know what those symptoms would be to catch it early. So I worry and that's kind of where I am. And like I said, there's good days. There's days where you worry more, but this idea of being healthy and people look at me and they say, wow, you look great, which helps. So when I look in the mirror and I see healthy, it, it goes a long ways. Um, but it's still this, this feeling inside that it's not a hundred percent. It's, I feel like I should be feeling 
different. I sometimes feel like I'm being dragged under. I'm caught in this limbo or I don't know, should I have more energy? Should I be able to do more? Should I, I, I don't, I don't know. But I feel like I just, there's days where I just don't feel quite, I guess, like I want to feel. And I don't know how I want to feel, but I just don't quite feel that. So I was supposed to, I have the port in still, and I'm supposed to get a port flush once a month. So I set that up in January to get my port flush uh, at, at the South Calgary Hospital. So it's, I didn't have to go back up to the Tom Baker, which is quite far, for a two-minute procedure. And what do you know, uh, if we're talking about the C's, cancer, co or, uh, cancer chemo, and now COVID. So... Um, it's the weekend. I, it's a Saturday night, maybe a Sunday night, something like, I just remember it's the weekend and I'm starting to just not feel well at all. Like ill, well, like ill feeling flu, like, and the rest of my family seemed to be fine. And it was late at night, like midnight one. And I just was feeling achy and that, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I caught something. And the whole time, really that I was going through chemo treatments, I managed to stay healthy. My kids got sick. It's school's a cesspool, picking up stuff. My husband got sick and I managed to stay overall healthy. So here I am and I feel like I finally caught something right when my immunity is higher than it has been. And um, I'm just like, just my luck, it'll be COVID. So my son got these uh, rapid tests from school and I thought, you know what? I'll give myself a rapid test. And... At that point too, so it's the middle of the night, my son comes down with a fever, just sweat, like hot, burning up. And I'm like, okay, well, I could rapid test him, but it's through the nose and it has to be done at a certain angle. And I really don't want to battle my six-year-old with this rapid test because it's not fair. It's, it's not comfortable. So I figure if I get it and I rapid test myself and I test positive, we can assume he probably has it too. Just it's just easier. I was going to keep him home. I was keeping him home from school regardless. He's not feeling well. He's not going. So I rapid test myself where my husband helps and it shows up positive. And I mean, not even a faint line. I've had friends who look at the test. So it comes with two lines. It's like getting a pregnancy test. And it's kind of like that faint line. So yes, it's positive. Mine were two thick, thick, black, dark lines. Like I had COVID. So I had to phone in and cancel my port flush, which is frustrating because it took a while to get in and I didn't know when I'd come back. So I'm, I'm phoning them and because I only have the one uh, vaccination, I have to, if I have COVID, I have to wait till the symptoms end. I have to self-isolate for 10 days. So we, we managed to book it another one. And while I'm going through COVID, because of my low immunity, even though it's been a month, I still... Hat could have chemo in me and low immunity. So they wanted me to see if I can get some antivirals just so I don't end up in hospital because that's the big thing because uh, it, it just goes downhill from there. So to get the antivirals, you have to go actually get the swab from AHS. And so, but they weren't booking them in at all. Like, so I finally get through and I tell them, you know, my situation and they are able to slip me in for this, 
this swab. So if I'm positive, because to get the antivirals, you have to take them within 24 hours, I was told, of getting a positive COVID test. So my family doctor had made sure at the pharmacy, the antivirals, like I could just so get, if it comes back positive, I can go pick them up. And then I get a call back that there's no antivirals at all in Calgary. They've called the distributor. They have no idea when the next shipment is, not a clue. So there's no point in me taking the uh, this other swab, this other test, because I mean, the rapid test came out positive and then just me being out exposes me more so I can stay home. So it's kind of like, stay home, fingers crossed, lots of liquids, lots of sleep, and hopefully it doesn't get bad enough or you'll end up in hospital. And that's kind of what they left me with. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I did luck out. So I had two days of flu-like symptoms and then my back just ached for another week afterwards. Just a, my back is just aching. And then my nose would just start running. And I'm talking like a faucet, like just would run and run continuously. So like a, under my nose is like really raw and that and just this runny nose. So overall, pretty good. My son had a, f a high fever for 24 hours, if that. My husband kind of had um, cold, just mild cold, but just not 100% feeling great, kind of under the weather for a few days. And we kind of self-isolated for the 10 days. And my son did online schooling and it actually turned out, you know, pretty good considering I've taught online schooling and I know kind of how, what a disaster it can be. So I couldn't get my port flush because I ended up with COVID. Go figure. But I didn't end up in the hospital. I didn't need the antivirals and I lucked out because I know of uh, talking to people who've got respiratory problems or just troubles catching their breath, a cough, or they can't taste still and just uh, lingering kind of symptoms. So felt pretty lucky there. And now because of it, I have to wait 80 days before I get, I can even get my second uh, vaccination and I mean, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday and uh, keeping track of appointments within a week. So that's just way off <laughs> back burner sort of thing right now. So I was able to go once I was better and I went in to go get my port flush. And I mean, it's, it's a really, really simple procedure. They, uh, they look at your port and they just poke you in and flush it out. And you, it, the funny I guess it's not funny, but it's weird. When they flush it, you can taste it in your mouth. And it tastes like like a cleaning solution. Like it's like what you're, you, and you can taste it in your mouth and it's just odd. So you have that bitter taste. I've talked about it before. So, I mean, that's not pleasant, but it's uh, super quick. So I was able to get that in and able to book another port flush at the beginning of March and get my blood work done at the same time because I have to get a whole bunch of blood work now done before my next, for this big CT scan, which is March 11th. So that's coming up. Uh, and it's just, I would like to get this port out. It sticks out. Um, so if all goes well, I can hopefully get that removed because it does catch on everything. And even my daughter was just kind of wrestling and she fell against me and when she grabbed her hands just naturally kind of hit my upper chest and her fingers gripped around my port and she kind of pulled when she went leaned backwards and I literally threw off my three-year-old it hurt and I just remember screaming out and picking her up and throwing her 
And she was kind of very shocked and kind of like, Mama, Mama, why? And it's kind of like, ow, ow. So it'd be nice to kind of be done with that, even though it's been a part of me for so long, I guess I'm, or at least it feels like it, that's getting, I'm getting used to it. So COVID was not as bad and onwards and upwards and the next big, uh, big thing I get, test I get would be the, would be the CT scan and another port flush and some blood work in between. Uh, I now can start, now that I've hit that six week mark, I can start seeing uh, or doing more appointments than that. So I've got a dentist appointment booked so I can see them once every three months and I probably should because when you're on chemo, you don't floss as much and it kind of eats away at your soft tissue, which would be your gums and that. So I'm not looking forward to that because I don't want to go in and be like, you have now have a whole bunch of cavities and all the rest. Though my mouth doesn't hurt, like I don't feel like I have cavities. So fingers crossed that it just might be a cleaning. And uh, then I've decided that um, I want to be as healthy as I can before I go into the CT scan as well as just being healthy overall. So I'm going to go see a naturopath that specializes in cancer. Who would have thought? I called a naturopath and tried to make an appointment. And they said there's ones that actually specialize in cancer care. So whether you're going through chemo or you're afterwards trying to get back to where you were and reduce the risks of reoccurrence. So I have an appointment coming up in February. So that's another part of this journey into, I guess the next big theme is survivorship is what they call it. I'm not quite ready to be there yet. Like I said, I, I think I've beat it. I want to have said I've, I've beat it. But to say that I'm a survivor just yet, I'm not, mentally, I'm not there yet. And maybe it's because I need to have the CT scan to know that it's clear and then have my colonoscopy to know that it's clear before I can say, yeah, I survived. Or maybe it'll be once I'm either able to string months together and then years together and then I'll be able to finally just sit down and be like, wow, I've been able to be healthy and not have the cancer for six months or two years or three years and maybe then I'll start to feel like I've, I'm a survivor. But it's too early right now and I just, I don't know if I have survived this yet. I want to, I, I'm trying to believe it. But when the recurrence is so high within the first five years, I honestly probably think it won't be until I can do five years clear that I can say, yes, I've survived. And even then, I don't know. I don't know if I'll kind of be able to say that, but I'm hoping to. So I'm on the way to recovery and feeling my best and feeling healthy and trying to just figure out a new normal for me. So what's my new normal? What's my new health going to look like? And one day at a time. <laughs>